Hello, food world. It's your favorite foodie friend, Robert Crutchfield from Crutchfield Cooks. Thanksgiving may be over, but the holiday cooking and baking is not. So in this episode, I'm going to share some tips that will help your holiday cooking and baking go better. Or at least I hope they will. Some of them are, are gathered from my own experience. Some are from trusted sources around the internet. But let's get to it. One of the first things that people think about when they think about holiday baking is the turkey. A lot of times it's the, the star of the meal, the center of the plate, as we call it, in the center of the center of the plate, as we call it in the business. Now, a couple of things you can do with turkeys when you're buying your turkeys. If you're looking at getting something above, say, 18, 20 pounds, you may want to consider getting two smaller birds in set instead. Not only will the turkeys defrost and cook faster, but generally speaking, turkeys below about 18 pounds cook more evenly than larger birds. Another thing you're going to want to look at whether you're dealing with turkey, ham, whatever your protein may be, it's generally speaking, if you allow your, your meat to cool before carving and then heat it for serving if necessary, you'll end up with easier, better carving results. A big, big thing you want to consider is the use of a meat thermometer. And part of this is, it has a lot to do not only with making sure that what you're cooking is done, but it's also a food safety thing. One of the big things we look at from food safety standpoint is what we call the food safety danger zone. The food safety danger zone exists between 41 degrees and about 135 degrees. Although sometimes with meat and poultry and other things, going as high as 165 is more recommended. The idea behind this is that bacteria cannot form on your dish or your food below 41 degrees or above uh, certainly 165 degrees. So if you have your food below 41 degrees or above 165 degrees, whether you're serving it or whether you're preparing it, the food should remain safe, at least from a bacterial uh, standpoint. Now, having talked about that, a lot of people will do their holiday meals sort of buffet style, and people will sort of graze off and on. And so the, the question becomes, how long can you leave your food out? Well, certainly temperature is one measure, and, and we've talked about the, the range of temperatures you want to look at. But, but generally speaking, if your food is coming from either below 41 degrees or above 165 degrees, 
it can remain out for up to two hours and still be safe. Beyond two hours, you seriously need to consider either re-refrigerating or reheating your food, as the case may be. Then, again, like I said earlier, using a meat thermometer can be very convenient for keeping track of all this. Another thing you can do with your sides that works for a lot of people is use heated milk instead of cold milk for your mashed potatoes. A lot of people find that that results in a lighter mashed potatoes. And, of course, we get further into your, your meal and you get to everybody's favorite part, dessert. There's also some tips there. One of the things you can do can be as simple as using a foil collar. I usually just take a thin piece of foil and, and put it on the crust of your pie. And that can help your pie crust from getting burned or, or overly browned. And you get a nice, nice, pretty, very presentable pie crust. And then you can go back to before you even bake your pie. One suggestion that's been made that works for a lot of people is if you have a problem with your pie crust getting soggy, you can take equal parts of sugar and flour and sprinkle it on the bottom of your pie crust before you fill it, and that will help keep the, the sogginess down. Now, something that's worked very well for me in particular, personally, one of the things I'm known for is my pot, my pecan pie. Well, pecan pie can sometimes have a problem with being a little loose. It won't. What I have done in the past that works well for me is, even though it's not required, allow your pecan pie to cool on a, on a counter as, as usual, and, and and once it's not warm anymore. Just stick it in the refrigerator for another hour. Granted, it takes longer that way before you can get from where you're at to where you get to enjoy your pie. But I find that giving the pie, your pecan pie in particular, that hour in the refrigerator helps it to set more firmly and improves your, your results in that respect. Of course, once you get past your turkey, and once you get past your sides, like your green bean casserole and your mashed potatoes and, and, and one thing, and you've enjoyed your pecan pie or whatever dessert you got planned, comes up another issue. Unless you want to be eating Christmas dinner for a week and a half, you're going to have to deal with whatever leftovers are remaining. So be sure and have some things handy like foil, uh, disposable containers, things of that like, so that when your guests leave, they leave with some portion of the leftovers with them. That way the, 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 the burden of, of finishing everything off gets split among the crowd, so to speak.
of course, there's all kinds of other basic things. You want to you make sure that you wash your hands thoroughly and often. Again, it goes back to the things like the food safety danger zone, just to, just to keep your food keep your food in good shape for, for everybody to have a, a, a healthy and delicious meal. And that's about it for this episode. So enjoy your holidays and especially enjoy, enjoy all that great food.